Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're glad you're with us. Lots and lots of basketball on a busy Friday night. The man who is going to take care of all those score needs you have. He is the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, what's going on? Great to be with you and Corbin Ligenfelter on this Friday night. As you said, a lot of hoops coming at you in the next two and a half hours. We got high school basketball. We've got a monstrous college basketball Saturday tomorrow to preview. And also, we have a dramatic Indiana Pacers win. More on that in a minute. High school basketball. There is some overtime action already tonight. And it comes on the girls' side. Double OT. Homestead beat Fort Wayne Northrop. 72-71. Again, two overtimes required. And an extra time, Brownsburg outlasted Zionsville 74-72. On the boys' basketball side, some scores rolling in. We'll start with Linton Stockton's win over Eastern Green, 55-29. Marion put 88 on Logansport, winning 88-56. It was Delta getting the win over Wampahani. Terrific win for Delta, 57-44 was the final score. And Brownstown Central, 90-51 winners over Charlestown. Quickly to that Pacers win. Pacers beat the Suns, 133-131. They survive a 62-point barrage from Devin Booker, the game-winning basket in the final seconds by Obi Toppin. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. I understand you had some uh, car problems, tire problems in Chicago yesterday. Yeah, craziest thing. Uh, I was uh, emceeing an event with the great Ron Coomer who, as you know, is the Cubs radio analyst with Pat Hughes. Right. And right. Uh, had a, had an event with Coom, but about a mile away from the event, I popped a flat, and uh, thankfully, oh. Oh. thankfully, my parents are still in Chicago. They leave for Florida tomorrow, so I oh, uh, got some right. help from the folks, and everybody's doing okay. Okay, that's good. So, Nova and the dogs tomorrow, are you there? I will be there, Coach, and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, even better, I will be there at 3, and I'll end the night with you at 9.30. So couldn't think of a better day. That's a good day now. That's a great day. That's a good day. Terrific day. I applaud. Yeah, that's a... That's a good day. Started out watching the dogs and Nova and, and wrap it up, hanging out with you-know-whom. Should be fun. Uh, these are This is an important game for them. I don't think there's yeah. any question because you start to look at the calendar and you start to look at schedule and go, ooh, we're going to start winning some games. We're going to start beating some people uh, to, to get a chance to get in. So that's why this is an important game. Well, there's no doubt about it, especially when you look at the two after this one, Coach. Between February 2nd and February 6th, you got to go to Creighton and then UConn. Again, that's back-to-back at Creighton, at UConn. So, as you said, you can't emphasize the importance yeah. of this one tomorrow against uh, you know, a team, really. I understand Jay Wright's not there anymore. Chris Holtman's not at Butler anymore. That really turned into a right. heated rivalry right. um, during right. that time. But still, Thad Mata, Kyle Neptune, and Hankel, sign me up. That is a, uh, that's a matchup. 
I think that I really think that's a great, great matchup. Uh, and uh, dogs have been playing. Well, I made this comment earlier on, on JMV show uh, this afternoon. I think the Bulldogs, if you look just at their record, I, I don't think you catch. I think they're a good basketball team. I really do. Uh, I think they are they are solid in a lot of things they do. The unfortunate thing is the people they play are just so good. And uh, oh yeah, your margin for you have no margin for error, quite frankly. Zero in a league that cannibalizes each other, right? I mean, it's amazing yeah. that the Big East, year to year, they're sending five or six teams to the NCAA tournament, right. even after what a grueling schedule it is. I mean, you talk about the Big Ten and just how dynamic of a conference schedule that is. I think at times the Big East gets a little lost, Coach, with just how hard those games are, and still you're getting five, six, seven teams in the big dance. Well, that's why guys like you and I have something to talk about on the weekend. That's so right. That's right. That 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 will be good. Um, IU Purdue, big weekend. It's, it's it's I think it's an equally big weekend for the Hoosiers, quite frankly. It is, and and knowing you know Illinois has been relatively disappointing over their last couple of weeks. I mean, they're still the, what, number 10 team in the land, but they've had an underwhelming last two weeks. I don't think right. that's any secret for Brad Underwood's team, but I think even more so, you talk about a team that needs to put some W's together. Butler, yes. IU desperately at this point, Coach, because, you know, you talk about a league like the Big East cannibalizing each other. I mean, the right. Big Ten is just as lethal, right? I mean, there are zero nights off, and it's not the case anymore where, you know, in the Big East, yes, there's DePaul. They have yet to win a conference game. Coach, there's no more in the Big Ten going to Nebraska, Mm -hmm. going to Rutgers, Mm -hmm. mailing something in. Uh, We've seen that multiple times here in the state of Indiana, right? And in a league that's going to add, right, UCLA, USC, others next year. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah, good luck is, is right. Um those that's you know if i'm a coach in that league uh yikes i'm trying to sign the longest uh duration of a contract i can because it's it's going to be hard and i'm seriously going to be hard uh boilers what time do the boilers play tomorrow uh, they, oh, play, they play sunday yeah they got sunday yeah sunday sunday tell you what they're just they're playing they're playing well um you know you just hope that there's they stay injury free they're shooting the ball better um but they they are they're fun the big game this weekend too indiana state murray state when is that game i isu's actually got bradley tomorrow as you said murray state's coming up bradley tomorrow just got announced uh via isu you're gonna get a sold out holman center tomorrow sold out in Terre Haute. should be fun uh yeah ISU's hosting Bradley. Wow. And the uh, frankly, as good as they are, um, I'm not surprised the Holman Center is a sellout. It's the best seat. In, you know, it's great arena. Great. Great it's arena. A, as you know, you've done games there. I've yeah. done games there. Uh, it's also a situation of it's it's the uh, the team. Of the Wabash Valley. Come on, you got to get out and support the, the Sycamores. All right, short break. We'll come back, talk some more. Basketball coming up tonight on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Thanks to all of you who listened or watched the pairing show on Sunday. Uh, it was a joy to work alongside Greg Rakestraw. Uh, I, I thought the uh, the show, uh, from our standpoint, 
as broadcasters or the people entrusted with the opportunity to bring the info, uh, I thought it went well. And Greg's an, uh, an unbelievable resource. And um, I just, I mean, I can't believe how good this is, how good a tournament this will be. I really think it's going to be good. It, it begins uh, around the state, you know, various times, either Tuesday, depending on where you are, which sectionals, and, or Wednesday. So you'll see action um, next week. Uh, and ahead of time, I want to congratulate the young ladies. If you're seniors going into it, um, enjoy this experience because it, it, it is one of those lifetime experiences for you that you truly will remember it your entire life and look back on it and then I hope appreciate it and enjoy what goes on. Same thing for the family. Um, I know you know, if you have a daughter who is a member of a team and playing uh, in the sectionals, it is a family uh, affair, so to speak. They don't mean to be trite and cliched, but you've bought in as a family. You, you've all worked together. Um, you've all cried together, laughed together, traveled together, gotten excited together. And so, um, yeah, it's it's so much fun. And uh, I'd love to tell you that uh, that there's not going to be some heartbreak, but at some point, if you are going into that last time around as a player and as a family, uh, unfortunately, it will end for most. Uh, some are fortunate enough to move on and play at the next level, so to speak, but uh, that's why this is such a fun, fun time. It's exciting. Uh, it's nerve-wracking. Uh, it's emotional. Um, but it's fun, and I wish all of you the best of luck coming up on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, the entire week. And then next weekend, uh, we'll try to talk about as many games as we can. Make sure you get all the scores in a timely fashion and, and, and do all those things. And uh, it won't be long uh, until we are at you know, Gainbridge Fieldhouse playing for state championships. So if you think about that, we're looking and being there. Uh, in the uh, end of February. So be prepared. Chris Norton joins me from WITZ Radio in Jasper. Chris Norton, thanks so much for the call. Jasper, 63-47 winners over Northeast Dubois. Chris, thanks for the call. Good win by the Wildcats tonight. Absolutely, it was. Uh, glad to be here. And it was a fun atmosphere all around, which is usually the case in these Dubois County games. 2,500 plus, it was homecoming. Uh, you also had coaches versus cancer, the atmosphere electric. You had a, a pink out on one side, white out on the other for student section. Right. Uh, but it, it came down to threes and threes tonight, which, you know, is, is a recipe for success, especially for Jasper here tonight. 21 of 24. From the free throw line, you had Jace Boyd wow. go 7 of 7. Andrew Noblet 10 of 10 from the free throw line. So the Wildcats getting those extra points. Northeast Dubois, meanwhile, like 7 of 15 late in the game. Where if you're the Jeeps, you can't give up those points against a team like Jasper uh, with the disparity in size between the two. All right, I need you to hang on through this scoreboard update. You kind of know this drill, don't you? you, you I know, know the drill. You, you, know, <laughs> you, you kind of know how that you and Corbin, you guys know how this thing works. So if, yes, if you sir. don't mind, I'll have you hang on, and then we'll come back after the scores and talk more about this win. Jasper over Northeast Dubois tonight, uh, 63-47. And we'll talk with Chris Norton more after this upcoming scoreboard update. And we'll kind of talk a little bit of 
girls basketball coming up on Tuesday down in that part of the state. So stay with us. Scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Well, we told you about a couple overtime games to lead off the evening on the girls' side. How about a couple now for the boys, both in double OT, some instant classics to discuss. We'll begin double OT needed Greensburg outlasting Lawrenceburg 46-42. Again, that's two overtimes. Also in double OT, Noblesville gets the W over HSE final of 57 to 50. Boy, you're seeing some terrific ball games in the early window here tonight. Let's go to Blackford's win over Eastbrook, 76-47. It was Castle defeating Bloomington North, 65-62. Decatur Central, the 66-55 victory over Plainfield. Evansville Harrison topped Vincennes Lincoln, 63-54. And Evansville Christian picks up the W against Gibson Southern. That's a 62-53 final. It was Fremont, 73, Prairie Heights, 40. Greenfield Central by a penny over Pendleton Heights, 73-72. Kokomo, the W over Lafayette Jeff, 65-41. Lebanon took down Southmont, 58-44. Marion, 88. Logansport, 56. Penn, the win over South Bend Riley, 66-54. More on that Pacers win over the Suns. Devin Booker had 62 points. Pacers beat the Suns 133-131. Game-winning bucket by Obi Toppin in the dying seconds. Arguably his best game as a Pacer. Double-double off the bench. 23 points and 11 boards for Toppin in 33 minutes. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball tonight. Jasper beats Northeast Dubois 63-47 from WITZ. Chris Norton on the call of this game. You mentioned great free throw shooting uh, by the Wildcats down the stretch. How's this game unfold, Chris? Well, really, it it was a big lead for the Wildcats and for two teams that average mid-40s, 15 to 12 through four minutes was kind of an eye-opener. And the Wildcats would lead by seven after the first. It was a 17-point game in the second, which would kind of hold throughout the remainder mm-hmm. of the contest. Northeast two boys did not get down to 10. They had a 7-0 run, uh, but Jasper able to answer right back with a three, a steal, a two, bumps right back up to 15. and felt like the wind was out of the sails at that point. And really coming down to the free throw shooting once again on a night where they were 21 of 24. When you look at that fourth quarter, seven of eight from the charity stripe. So if there was any crease for Northeast two boys to get back in the game, Jasper slammed the door. Wow, that's impressive. All right, tell me who plays well for the Wildcats. Well, Andrew Nowlett hit two buckets, his only two in the first quarter. He would end up with 15 anyway, going 10 of 10 from free, the free throw line. Uh, Jace Boy came off the bench, didn't have more than five points until the fourth, would hang up nine, and he really was the difference maker in the fourth. Uh, you had foul trouble really across the board for the Wildcats, so he led the charge there. Uh, Braden Geisler threw down his first dunk of the season. He also finished with 14. Uh, Logan Day had knocked down triples early that helped Jasper get that lead. He would finish with nine. Eight for Will Wallace uh, across the board. I mean, it was it was strong play. You had about six players that really could have probably put it, maybe not their best game of the season, but probably four could have at least had games in the conversation. All right, let's talk about uh, girls basketball. I know you guys yeah. are going to be busy, obviously next week. Who are you covering uh, starting uh, next week uh, for the sectionals? 
Well, we're going to be, I'll be on the call of Jasper. So we will have the Wildcats, who, by the way, 17 regular season wins. That is the most that they've had this century in the regular season. The previous wow. record, they've done 15 wow. a couple times. And it really speaks to the credit they've dealt with injuries. They've dealt with people, uh, you know, not coming back for senior or junior years, but still fighting through that uh, seven-lady rotation, 17 wins. So uh, a ton of credit going out to that team and head coach Brittany Maynard. They're going to have Evansville Central. A really tough opponent. They bounced him in the sectional championship last year. So they've got the defending champion in round one. If they're able to get past the Bears, then there was their, uh, I guess, prize for doing so would be the Castle Knights who are playing a statewide schedule. So that's what we've got on WITZ. And then, of course, as you know, on our family stations, we're working in Forest Park. They've got South Spencer. Northeast Dubois will have Evansville Christian. So we're going to have our hands full here next week. You're going to have your hands full, but you're also going to have some great games. I've, as we mentioned on the broadcast uh, Sunday, uh, it's a really, really balanced tournament in all four classes. and it should, it, I think it's going to unfold to be a really tremendous tournament, quite frankly. Absolutely, it is, and and trying to you kind of for, try to forecast, you know, what's going to happen, where you're going to be right, each night, right. which game goes where, because I'm, I'm doing that schedule too. And this year, I don't know. You know, I mean, it, it could be here yeah, one night, yeah. here the other, right. which, you know, that's that's a good problem to have is, is staying busy. But, yeah, we've got a lot of level competition. When you look at a team like Jasper is fifth in the SIAC conference, I mean, that speaks to the depth there at the 4A, 3A, and even 2A level. But the blue chip of the pocket athletic conference is really strong this year. There's going to be a heavy southwestern presence, I think. Uh, but really kind of leaking over to southern Indiana, south central. There's some, there's some ball clubs over there as well. From WITZ in Jasper, Chris Norton on the call. Boys basketball, Jasper beats Northeast Dubois 63-47. Chris, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Coach. Have a good weekend. Thank you very much. Brendan King in for scores. He's coming up soon. Before you get to that, tell me what's happening with the Pacers. Hey, Brendan. Okay. It's all right. We'll catch you. I got He's you, He's working. All right. What's happening with the Pacers? Sorry to bother you. What's no, happening with good. the Pacers? You're good. 133-131, Coach, over the Suns. Yikes. They were Pretty down good. in this game. They were They were they down. Uh, I was looking at the score thinking, I'm not sure they'll have enough, enough to win this game. Well, especially when Devin Booker goes off for 62 and a guy named Kevin Durant is also in that game, right? I mean, Booker was 62, Durant had 20, but scoring evenly spaced for the Pacers coach. Pascal Siakam, best game so far as a Pacer, 31 points, 14 to 22. Uh, Nemhard with 22. Obi Toppin had the game-winning bucket. He had 23. Um, So Aaron Neesmith dropped 22 points. So in terms of sharing the wealth, uh, that's as good as you've seen all year so far from the Blue and Gold. Am I wrong? Why Why is there such a discussion about possibly uh, trading or trying to get uh, acquire more people? I think you have a great. I think you have a great group right now. They're playing well. Why, why would you want to disrupt it? Well, I think that's today's NBA coach. I don't necessarily agree with it, but uh, that's yeah. typically what you've seen within the last yeah, decade. I'm sure. Right? Well, I'm clearly showing my age. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. You, you know, it's it, it truly is. Uh, okay, so we, we lost three games in a row. We need to fire our coach. 
Well, or how about how about the Bucks firing their coach when they're how many games above five hundred? You know what I'm saying? Just to yeah, get well, Doc we're Rivers. just not guarding. We're not guarding people like we think we need to. Are yeah. you winning? Yeah, but but it's just do not get me started for heaven's sakes. It's it, it makes zero sense to me. Uh, and the problem is that the next thing you'll see, it'll start to filter down into the college ranks, and you already see it now. Coaches being fired uh, before the season is over. I think it's um, it's disturbing to me, but uh, I have an old-fashioned worldview. Sorry to have to admit it, but that's part of it. And I don't disagree with you at all, Coach. Again, Adrian Griffin got fired as the Bucks coach when I don't know exactly how many games above 500 they were, but they were having a good season, right? I mean, obviously, they struggled right. against the Pacers. They lost that in-season tournament, and really, they couldn't climb the hump that was the Indiana Pacers. But one of the best teams in the league, and you know, Doc Rivers comes in. Obviously, Doc's a Hall of Fame coach, but you know, Doc Rivers was doing color for ESPN, and he's, he's right. just jumping on right. the sidelines mid-season. That's incredible. It is, and it's uh, it is the the NBA. It's the same thing in the NFL. I mean, the NFL is the same way. Same way. If you if you if you don't win immediately uh, and win a lot, uh, you're out. And um, I, I would ask people to look at championship level teams, and most of the time, championship teams have continuity. Hard to get continuity when you fire people. Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update. This is Indiana Sports Talk.